This is Sunday Rewind. Take it back now, y'all. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Now, here are your hosts, Tom Stevens and Mike Melby. Welcome back to Husker Rewind here on 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. If you're watching on the Sarder Heyman stream, thank you very much. We are live on Allo Channel 951, on Twitter, on Twitch, on Facebook, and on YouTube. And all of our guests join us on the Allo VIP line. The VIP line is brought to you by Allo Fiber, where they understand the importance of exceptional service with local heart. And Tom, I want to do the Big Ten Blitz. Let's do the Blitz. The Big Ten Blitz. Let's start it off with uh, the uh, cheaters. Michigan became the first college football team to win 1,000 games in their history with a 31-24 win over Maryland in College Park yesterday. How many of those should be wiped out uh, by all of their cheating through the last several years? Uh, I think all of them. Uh, Blake Corum ran for 94 and two touchdowns. Mike Sanderstrill, Mikey. Uh, and he had two interceptions for the Wolverines in the win. J.J. McCarthy was a very pedestrian, 12 of 23 yeah. for 141 with a pick. Uh, he's now out of the Heisman race. Tulia Tungaviola, 21 of 31, 247, but he threw a couple of picks. I thought he played his worst game that I've seen him play where he wasn't injured. He just did not look like himself. I, yeah. I, I don't know. I And they had a chance to get Michigan. Uh, they, they did. They, it felt like Michigan wasn't playing their best ball. I think they... Finally, the distractions maybe are catching up to them it a little be. bit. Yeah, that, they, they just looked off. The, the grounding call for the last safety to make it 31-24 really bothered me yeah. I, because it, it, ha- it happened in the Nebraska game, and the referee immediately, and it was a, a pass where uh, Mordecai threw it out, and it was nowhere near the receiver. is 10, 12 yards short of him, mm. but he was, and, and, and now in this case, he was outside the tackle box. But the funny thing is, he immediately went on his his on the PA, and he said there was a receiver in the vicinity. Yeah. Not that he was outside the tackle box. Whereas with Tonga Viola, he was in the end zone, and he was in the tackle box. Right. But the guy was 10 yards away from where the ball hit the turf. He was in the area. That was a bad call. Yeah. Well, uh, it felt like they still had a chance to win that game, and I think they did. Uh, but Michigan ends up winning it 31-24. Who do you like next week? Ohio State I, versus I, Michigan. I, 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 I don't know that I could cheer for Ohio State any harder. I, I just dislike Jim Harbaugh. Wow. I always have. They're cheaters. They are. And so, yes. Yeah, so, and, and then Maryland takes on Rutgers next week. So. Uh, Penn State over Rutgers, 27-6. No problem there. Penn State improves to 9-2, and but they can't beat Michigan or Ohio State. Drew Aller had a very pedestrian. You're talking about the game from J.J. McCarthy. Similar game for Drew Aller. He was 6-13 of uh, 13 for 79 yards. No TDs. Uh, but they they ran enough. Uh, Penn State ran for 234 yards, and really no problem there. Rutgers will host Maryland next week. Penn State is at Michigan State. Allard went down though with a shoulder injury, uh, just a couple of plays into the second half. So I I don't know that they were using their running quarterback Bo Prebula. Yeah, and Prebula wound up with the, he led him in rushing actually. Yeah, on uh, eight carries he had like 91 the, yards or something. It, it looks like. I mean, I, Drew Aller is a former five-star, right? Yeah. J.J. Um, McCarthy is a former five-star. Neither one of those guys are playing like it right now. Not Especially right now. Especially McCarthy. Yeah, McCarthy Mc- threw a really bad pick at the end zone yeah. yesterday. Yeah. Um, 
I don't know. I, I would just watch him because he would concern me because I don't think he's a Kyle McCord type good quarterback that Ohio State has. I think they have the advantage next and week. So, so many people are dogging on McCord. I don't get it. Uh, Michigan State tight end Malik Carr cut nine passes for 100 yards and two scores to lead Sparty by Indiana 24-21. Uh, this has got to be the second to last game Tom Herman coaches or Tom Allen coaches at Indiana. I would think so. They're uh, three and eight. How And as abysmal as they were last year, like there's They've had a lot of like Nebraska close losses. I, too. I get it, but like I just don't see. I didn't see how they brought him back this year, but whatever. He's um, too rah rah for me. I mean, he. I mean, he's a jumping jack waiting to happen. Yeah, <laughs> Kaden Hauser threw for two hundred forty-five yards, three scores. Did have a couple of picks for Michigan State. Brendan Soresby had one hundred and ninety-two yards through the air and two scores for a balanced Indiana attack. They ran for two hundred and ten yards. Uh, Michigan State's going to host Penn State. To wrap up their season, Indiana will be at Purdue. Northwestern over Purdue. Northwestern might be the hottest team in the Big Ten. They're 6-5, and five, and Brian Braun gets the job. Uh, he becomes the full-time head coach at Northwestern. He earned it. To make that team bowl eligible after winning one game last year is really impressive. Ben Bryant's been a big part of that success. 13 of 24, 230, a TD. He did have a pick. Cam Porter was solid again, running for almost 100 yards and two DDs. Purdue ran for a lot of yards, 303, two TDs, uh, but not enough as Northwestern wins it. It seems like comfortably in the Big Ten West. Oh, they only won 23-15? Or they won 23 That's a blowout in the Big Ten West. <laughs> um, but Purdue is hosting Indiana next week. Northwestern is at Illinois. Going into the Iowa-Illinois game, I believe it was the lowest over-under in college football history at 28 and a half. Yeah. And I said bet a million dollars, take the under. 28 was the points. Iowa wins 15-13. Um, so uh, nothing. No, it was 28 and a half. 28 and so a half, okay. So it was okay. under. Yeah, All so right. it well, was build under. A hotel. I mean, Vegas usually I, gets those things right. Well, right now I'm hearing 27 and a half is the Nebraska-Iowa over-under. Uh, so yeah. Iowa's got such a good defense, but they are so bad offensively. Well, that's the whole thing. And Deacon I, I, Hill is terrible, but it doesn't seem to matter. It, when you need a touchdown, there hey. comes Caleb Johnson, 30 yards, touchdown, game over. I know, and and you know what, I, I'm going to throw out, I think BC is one that does, hey, give me your crazy predictions, score and, uh, you know, like player or whatever. Here's my crazy prediction for next week. Neither offense scores a point. Uh, and the defense and special teams handle all the scoring for both teams, Nebraska-Iowa next Could week. you imagine John Madden being alive and then giving out the turducken for a Nebraska-Iowa game? <laughs> Who do you give it to? I mean, especially on the offensive side of the ball. Exactly. Maybe if you don't screw anything up, maybe it gets a part of the turducken. So Iowa wins its third West Division crown. Uh, they will play the winner of Michigan-Ohio State December 2nd in Indy, Iowa as at Nebraska on Friday and Illinois host Northwestern next Saturday. Ohio State, of course, uh, they've got Michigan this week, but they had no problem with Minnesota. And Minnesota now needs to win their final game versus Wisconsin to become bowl eligible, same as Nebraska. Kyle McCord, nice day. I don't know why people complain about him. Uh, he was 20 of 30, 212, two TDs. Yeah, he's not C.J. Stroud. I guarantee you that because he's tearing up the NFL, but he's a solid quarterback. And Ohio State rushed for 215 and two TDs as well. Minnesota, their total offense, 159. They were completely shut down. And now they have Wisconsin, uh, but they do host Wisconsin for the Axe next week. So if they can uh, beat Wisconsin, they win the Paul Bunyan Axe. Okay, so let's say, and this I actually kind of hope this happens because it's the Big Ten Conference. And even though we haven't been here for a long time, you know, you kind of want to see good things happen. Yeah. 
There will be 11 teams bowl eligible if Nebraska beats Iowa, Minnesota beats Wisconsin, and Illinois knocks off Northwestern. There is a chance, and I'm just saying it because there's a chance. You're saying there's a chance, Lloyd Christmas, that uh, Nebraska or some other Big Ten team could get there with five because of their APR. It's in the top 20. See, and I had heard Nebraska's was down pretty far, so like uh, the five and six. I don't know. I I, I don't know either, but um, I heard it from somebody teams, who didn't know. So they are in the top twenty of APR. Okay, uh, I did hear that. So I don't know what that means. Um, maybe well, it the, depends on how many other teams really, with five and seven records are up there. I hated going to the bowl game the, the year against, even though they won against UCLA when they were five and seven. I thought it was terrible, but you need the practices, so I would take it. Yeah. Um, I'm going to rank them just like I've always ranked them. Uh, Ohio State, we'll find out this week. Ohio State, number one. Michigan, number two. Penn State, number three. And Iowa, number four. And everybody else I have, who cares? Because I really don't. (laughs) Yeah, that's the whole thing. I mean, from a record standpoint, Indiana and Purdue are the the two worst teams. But I would take Purdue. Yeah, okay. I I would say Put them last. Yeah, maybe they're 13th and 14th, but everybody else, Rutgers, Wisconsin, Nebraska, Minnesota, Maryland, Illinois, Northwestern, Michigan. Michigan State's another one that all of a sudden is starting to play a little bit better. Yeah. So I I have the same as I did last week. I have Michigan 1, Ohio State 2, then Penn State, Iowa, and the rest. Um, I left it that way just because everybody's winning. Everybody's doing what they're supposed to do. Um, I still, with the way things are going and with... Just my my disdain for Michigan even more now uh, after the, the last um, few weeks and all the allegations and all the stuff. Uh, I, it's tough could to not like be a bigger guys. Ohio State fan. Uh, but I think it has helped them at parts during this season. You know, the us against the world. I think that it helped. I, I, I equated to what happened with Bo Pelini. Sometimes us against the world really helped, but the foundation would crack and crack and crack, and then finally it caves in. Because like, you can't live that way all the time. Sometimes it's it's helpful to have somebody on your side and not just your fan base. Um, well, did but you, I, I think that I think they'll be fine, but I I, I don't think they're going to win the game versus Ohio State this week. I really don't. But we'll we'll find out on our exactly. picks of density. Did you see Harbaugh last week on one of his pressers where he made the comment? Oh my gosh, the resiliency that these guys played with all these you know everybody's throwing mud at us because we're good and yeah. you know all these you know unproven allegations. Uh, blah, 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 blah. And, and we're America's team. America loves us. America, America. America. Um, yeah, it's, it's, but I mean, it's the world we live in. You get caught, you're guilty and it's blatant that you're guilty. You play the victim. Um, well, let's face it. If they do win that game, they're going to win the big 10 championship. And I think they're getting into the college football playoff because they're going to play Iowa and Iowa can't score on them. I mean, I, I guess Iowa, if they they magically got you know twenty one points, they could beat Michigan somehow, some way. I don't see them doing that. Um, but I, I I think Ohio State wins that game anyway. I think it's Ohio State in the Big Ten championship game. But I yeah. think if if Michigan, whoever wins that game, is I think going to the college football playoff. Um, oh, I absolutely agree. The uh, the funny thing about the Michigan game yesterday against Maryland, there was a TV timeout where Michigan was huddled out, you know, ten yards off their yeah. sideline. And there were guys that had the the a big Michigan banner like that's on a post mm-hmm. that you'd like roll up or whatever right. that are trying to hide what's going on in the huddle from the aerial camera above the field. Really? <laughs> yeah. And, I mean, I guarantee you, this that was probably premeditated because now they're the victim. That, yeah. That's the whole thing. They're the victim in all of this. They're not the victim. I know, but they're that's... Michigan. <clears throat> they're not the victim. Um, 
Running through the NFL scoreboard, the Bills over the Jets. Of course, everybody beats the Jets. Uh, Seahawks, uh, there's still, by the way, 12 minutes left to go in that game, but the Bills are going to win. The Rams, uh, two points down for the Seahawks. That in the fourth quarter, two-minute warning has just sounded there. Uh, you have the Texans beating the Cardinals 21-16. Jaguars over the Titans. You had the Dolphins beating the Raiders. Cowboys, your Cowboys win again over the Panthers. Uh, the Lions... They do beat the Bears today. They're seven and two. No, eight and two. The Lions having a really, really good year, uh, leading the NFC North. And the Packers get a win today. They beat the Chargers. It doesn't really help because the Packers still uh, suck, which is always good for me. Uh, Giants beat the Commanders, thirty-one to nineteen. It was the 49ers over the Buccaneers. No problem. The Vikings play the Broncos tonight. And you might say, that, "Well, the Broncos. They're they're four and five. You should beat those guys." They did beat the Chiefs a couple of weeks ago. Uh, the Broncos. So they're, but they're also the team that gave up 70 to the Dolphins. That's a weird team to try to figure out. Yeah, Sean Payton. I mean, he was the guy that I was hoping Jerry Jones was going to hire to coach the Cowboys, steal him away from New Orleans uh, many, many moons ago. And I was a little surprised that Denver came out of the gate as horrible as they were. But you're starting to see a little bit more from Russell Wilson that you would expect to see from Russell Wilson in his right. first eight years in the NFL. Yeah. Um, and Sean, I mean, it's starting to look a lot more like a Sean Payton coach team. Uh, I have a feeling they're going to be sneaky good next year. I, I, I just hard for me to believe that they won't be good. They've got Sean Payton as their coach. That's uh, what I mean. Uh, I, I would think they'll figure it out. Uh, they didn't figure it out for a while. They made those trades, and Randy Gregory ends up with the 49ers, and you think, well, they're going to be worse, and then they somehow got better over the last couple of weeks. So well, I, um, I'm just saying it was Randy Gregory, and he was living in Colorado. <laughs> <laughs> That's so, probably not the best may, spot there, for Randy. There may have been an issue. Uh, we know uh, his history. Uh, with the substance, uh, but I think he's also. I mean, that's a guy you root for. I've always oh, rooted absolutely. for. Him. And I, I think I, he did turn around his life. So I don't want to make fun yeah, of too time. much of uh, Randy. I do want to talk a bit more about uh, your grade. I asked it to Evan Bland. I want to ask you your grade, your first year grade for Matt Rule and his staff. You could think about that. Uh, he's my uh, he's Mike uh, Melby, right? That's uh, I'm what Tom a, Stevens. We do this. I think uh, you are, and we do this thing called Husker Rewind every Sunday from five until seven. I'm Tom Stevens. More after this.